Coming in in three, two, one. And welcome to episode 127 of the Ranging Heresy podcast. My name is Jody. As always, I'm the hostess with the mostess. And tonight we have some interesting things to talk about. Uh, we've got a few previews, some new stuff that's been released. And we are going to take a, a slightly different look at, I don't know, the timeline of the heresy. Nothing, we're not changing anything. We're not doing a random, this is, you know, an alternate heresy if Rogel Dawn had actually pulled his finger out of his ass or Gilliman hadn't decided to set up Imperial, Imperial Sekhoff. Yeah, I'm not even going to finish that. Secundus. Yeah, Sekhoff. Yeah. What about the yep. Dawn heresy? Oh, that, but that's that's canon. That's just another. That's just you know Zinch's way of keeping himself busy. Um, but uh, no, we, we're going to be talking about the timeline of the heresy and how you know how you can use it to play your games because I think that can easily be forgotten uh, when we just get into my legions. Dick is bigger than yours, is, and I'm going to pound pound sand on you when it comes to uh, you know whatever game night you're playing. We're going to get into that, but first, and you've already heard them. I have my lovely colleagues here in our virtual studio, and on my left, because that's pretty much naturally where he sits, uh, is the one and the only Mr. Christopher. How you doing, buddy? I am fine. I'm working on my Thunderbolt, trying to finish off all this militia stuff. How are you doing yourself, Jody? I'm doing good, thanks, my man. I'm doing good. It's been uh, been a heck of a weekend, but it's always, it's as always, it has been fun. I have done some more work on my Space Wolves, and I sent you some pictures of the, the fun little conversion I'm doing on a Fire Raptor right now. Uh, and I look forward to actually getting some pictures that I can show people of that later on. Um, but otherwise, good. Thanks, dude. And on my right, as always, uh, atop his empty beer cans and his throne built on pretzels, is the one and only Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, sir. I'm good, sir. How are you? Uh, so, uh, as previously stated, I'm doing all right. Thank you, buddy. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I wanted to... Uh, I wanted your shit. I want a truthful <laughs> answer here. Not, not the fucking bullshit to you, Christopher. Oh, okay. Um, I'm I'm surviving, <laughs> thriving, and you know I get up every day and breathe. I'll take that as a win. There you go. I don't want go. the politeness <laughs> you give Christopher on the raw, unfiltered bullshit, Yoda. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what the truth? You can't handle the truth. Handle the truth. Yeah. You don't want to hear my truth. It's fucking boring. How's the family? Numerous and belligerent. <laughs> Let's not go down that. that. <laughs> How dare we I? We got the wrong people in the in the chat right now to go down that that conversation. It's 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 too much. <laughs> if you're listening to this and your family's numerous and belligerent, give a shout out. <laughs> yeah. Hit us up on the Facebook uh, podcast uh, Facebook page and say yes, my family too. Um, anyway, uh, let's 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 just disappear into heresy for an hour or so and see if we can enjoy that instead. Um, What's everybody working on? I mean, we've alluded it to a bit, but Freddie, what are you working on at the minute, my dude? Uh, I'm going to be an heretic here and say I'm actually not working on any heresy stuff. Unfortunately. Shame! Shame! Shame. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's terrible. I, I'm, I'm fucking knee-deep in uh, weird peasantry from the stupid ages of the old world. Jody, oh, so you like what's that very scientific test? We have to get a duck and see if the duck floats, and then see if Freddy floats, and if he doesn't float as well as the duck, he's a witch. Something like that, yeah. I mean, I'm a, no, no, know. no, I'm a necromancer. I wish you were a necromancer. You're like <laughs> one of those dudes drinking the bath water from the Lady of the Grail. 
<laughs> I've got nothing but contemptuous disdain for your hedge magic versions of magic. You don't even have a phylactery. Do you even hallow the unbleached bone of a skull of an infant and use it as a magical animus? No. You're like, oh, we're in tune with nature. We eat granola. We worship the lady. You guys don't even do real magic. Uh, well, uh, I... Okay. Go on, Freddy. You can answer that. Uh, I'm too tired. It's fucking Sunday. It's been a long week. I bet <laughs> but she's but I'm, I'm actually doing uh, like exiled Bretonians. So we're filthy, dirty, non-blessed by the lady anymore. And so my next party is probably after I finish. Like I have so many Bretonians. Oh my fucking god! Like I went through my old box. I'm up to like three thousand five hundred points. Nice. I don't even know. And <laughs> this is insane. It's good to see that you're consistent with the way you collect models, regardless of its heresy <laughs> or like the old world. You're like, well, I have 15 million miniatures and I'm going to paint each and every one of them at a staggering pace. Uh, it's, it's, it's the Pokemon mindset. He's got, you know, got to catch them, got to own them all, got to paint yeah, them Yeah, you got to catch them all. Uh, Jody, oh, yeah. Jody, we, we can't let get away with this either. Like, Freddy, how many the old world armies do you have, including this one? I don't know. Uh, see, I think three. I think I only have three because I sold heaps of them. Yeah. Lest our listeners think that Freddy is more responsible with his money in the old world than he would be with heresy. I don't no, want to give him any delusions. No, but I no, promise, like, I promise to have 750 points painted uh, for like our game at Hobby Punkten uh, upcoming Monday. So that's why what, I'm tomorrow? doing. No, 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 next week. Okay, the week okay. after. Uh, so that's I'm why I'm So I like. Good. I've cleaned and glued all the shit together and stuff, and fuck, I have so many lead miniatures, I forgot how heavy they are. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm doing that. After that, I'm going back to Heresy, because I need to finish. I, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to bring my Imperial Fists, or uh, if I'm going to crack on and actually do the Thousand Suns before Adepticon. So I'm not really sure yet. You got, you've got at least what? A month or more before that, if not two, something like that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm starting to thinking that maybe I should use Adepticon to actually knock off my Imperial Fist and have that army done, so I don't have to build it anymore. And I then have my yeah, and well, okay. <laughs> no, it can't be like last year when I had to do like two thousand five hundred points in uh, Iron Hands from scratch, and I had like or could points. it, dear listener? Only you can decide. <laughs> The two weeks, I was I was burned out by the time like I had to go to Adepticon. I don't want to be like that this year. I was thinking this is going to be nice and cool. So, I, and I and I I really want to knock off my Imperial fists because they are so unjoyful. Sorry for you fist players out there, but there there is no joy. Unfortunately, <laughs> listeners, his wishes are not but your desires. What do uh, you want, Freddy, to finish up Thousand Sons or Imperial fists? Actually, actually, though. If this Black Shield books comes out before Adepticon, Ooh. I oh so, sorry spoilers for no no, uh, no I just I, I like it, yeah. but if, if that comes that, out yeah. I am going to because I have uh, two thousand points Black Shields from the old list so mm -hmm. I was, and I have heaps and heaps of project stuff that I wanted to add to that list so I might bring that up to like two thousand or two. Three th I think the most of the events are three thousand points. So I bring that up to three thousand points. If that gets released before Adepticon. Nice. You heard it here first, people. Yes, you did. 
You did. You you literally heard it here first. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot going on there, but as always, you got a lot going on there, dude. What about you, Chris? I mean, you've already touched you touched on the fact that you're working on your um, militia. Your, uh, militia. Thank you. Yes, I am touching on a lot of things right now. Uh, I'm trying to finish up this Thunderbolt right here. Um, after that, I've got another 20 militia stormtroopers. I was I recently at my local GW, shout out to GW Stockholm, and the miniature of the month is one of these, like, I guess you could call them uh, Warhammer 40k Beastman dudes from Gorox to Spoilers, whatever. So if you check in with your local GW this month, you get a free version of uh, a Beastman with, like, bionic implants. If you play, like, second ed, he has bionic implants. He has improvised uh, close combat weapon and auto pistol. And a pretty cool pose too. I'm pretty sure you could use that to like make a sergeant or whatever. And as you know, for my 144th, the Freak Legion, we have a lot of tainted flesh. So I'm going to use him for one of my like uh, senior sergeants, I guess. Nice. <laughs> Just way to keep down your costs, everyone. Uh, after that, I'm probably going to truck on with some more Death Guard stuff. Hopefully, I have a big thing coming up. And I'm thinking of doing a bunch of heavy support squads because I do have the Mark III and I do have a metric fuck ton of heavy support squad sprues that I've cut down. I've got auto cannons and culverines ready to go. Um, also, if you are in the Patreon and you're waiting for a Mark III, hit us up. Uh, I've sent out three of the Patreon prizes, and right now we're waiting for your email for the rest of them. Check out your Patreon, check out your Discord. Everybody hit us up, and if you are waiting for a prize, please tell us. That is what I am working on right now. After that, uh, I'm going to do some Beastmen, actually, for the old world. Uh, I think I sent you guys a picture, but I have a bunch of these, like, Mirrors Miniatures Minotaurs, but they're called something different. Um, I will tell you this. I have not missed working with resin in general. Like, what? well, you know, we all did like what five rhinos, least for every army, like five predators, sicrons, everything in resin. Now I have mm -hmm. this in plastic, and I'm doing these like minotaurs, and they're like eight pieces in resin. But like the flash, like the heat gun, <laughs> the sip kicker, there's so many additional steps you simply don't have to do with plastic. That's, I sure that's wish, unfortunately, quite fair. Yeah, I really wish they'd reissue some of the legacy. 30k armies in plastic, Jody. Sure wish that was one of the talking points we had coming up. Who'd have thought maybe Who'd have thought? could. On that note, what are you working on, Jody? Well, uh, a couple of things. Like I said in the uh, introductions, I'm currently working on a fire raptor. Um, speaking of working with resin, I hate this kit Jesus, so much. have mercy on your soul. Yeah, and it, it, to be fair, it's one I built years ago for my buddy Frederick and he gave it to me because he had no plans on using it for any of his armies um, and I totally understand why he gave it away because it's um, I hate this <laughs> I hate this model with a passion um, but I am I'm having some fun with it because uh, as I said all along my space walls are pretty much going to be traitorous or at least um, greatly misinformed about the direction of the heresy uh, so basically your space walls yeah, well, you shut up, you. Um, but, uh, I decided to. I've decided to play around with the uh, the wolfiness of it. I'm not going full 40k wolfy, but I am trying to have some fun with some of the bigger kits, like the like the fire raptor. Um, so I'm currently modeling the nose of the fire raptor, and I'll, once it's done, I'll put some pictures and I'll, we'll get them up on our socials. Um, also, my esoterist that we posted some pictures of recently had a disagreement with the floor. 
um, from my from my hobby table. <laughs> so I'm now reworking. Uh, basically, going to rework a couple of the features that um, decided to possibly dislodge themselves from the model. Jody, um, I keep telling you, Lonely Island is not a good director for inspiration in your life. It totally is, man. It totally is. Don't you don't, don't you be dissing that. Uh, but no, it's, so I'm working on I'm, right now. Literally, those two models on what I'm working on. I then have a box knot, uh, the old resin, um, or well, it's in resin. Um, Space Wolves uh, box dreadnought, and I've got a couple of las cannons to go on my contemptors. I'm I'm really really thinking about getting one or two of the new contemptor kits. Uh, because I've just been looking at how well articulated they are. Um, well, they're amazing. So I, I, what I the, the contemptors that I've painted for my space wolves are the ones that I had as part of my world beaters project. So I've just painted over them. But I really want to get um, the new kits so that I can get them sort of hunker, almost like hunkering down, like they're ready to pounce or they're stalking. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. I just want that on the prowl. Uh, yeah, effectively. I've just got this mental image of how I want them to look, um, and I'm going to take a few inspirations from like Wendigos and stuff like that for the actual look of them. Or, or like uh, the average four to five year old going to Golden Hits. Yeah, that too. Um, same, same. But um, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I want to do eventually. I mean, I'm going to use the ones I've got now, and when I can afford to get the new kits or trade for them or whatever, I will. But that sort of where I'm at modeling wise. And then it's just a case of painting. It's just a case of sitting down and painting. But um it, it's uh it's kind of funny. Just I, I recently got sort of a preliminary diagnosis of a variation on ADHD. And yeah, it it, it explains a lot about my motivations and lack of drive for doing things like painting. Um so I'm not setting a time limit on when I'm getting these walls painted. It'll happen when it happens. But um Right now, I'm kind of jazzed about doing all the converting and stuff. So that's that's a whole lot of fun right now. That's what I'm working on. Um, and I'm going to be sending out a couple of the Patreon prizes. Now it's the end of the month. Um, but we've got to some of our lucky winners. So that'll be getting done as well. Um, so, yeah. And you know what? Because it's already been dropped, and I think we should talk about it, um, we got some very new cool toys to play with. And, of course, I am very much talking about the Blood Angels Upgrade Kit. What? <laughs> you didn't see that one coming, did you? No. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I had a game with uh, I had a game with Pella the other day, like yeah. just today after he revealed this, and I'm like, he's like, yeah, so we finally got the upgrade group. I'm like, yeah, I don't think anybody asked for this. He's like, no, but like it's cool to have. We love them. They're amazing kids. Like they're great. To... <laughs> the only downside is I think if you have Blood Angels up until now, there'll be a very small amount of people who haven't done their own conversions. However, yeah. for anyone starting out a new project, these are a delight and they're really good. I was surprised they added assault cannons in there too for like uh, the Predators, but good on them for doing it. I like yeah, it. I like it, honestly. Uh, and I, I, I must admit, the signature pieces, the spear, the, the, the two-handed blade, the two-handed axe, so pretty. I mean, it's oh, yeah. so... It's so Blood Angels. It's going to be awesome. So kudos for you guys. You you have some very fun bits and pieces to, to play around. Um, not like... Jody's basically iron slow iron. clapping for the Blood Angels right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no totally. good for you, good for you, good for you. Yeah. I don't have any Iron Havocs, but sure, sure. 
Sure, yeah. have enough I, have, I would I would just take a, a an Iron Warriors themed prayer tool right now and be extremely happy. Hint, hint, no. nudge, get the fuck on with it, GW. No, no Jody, you can park free marines and you'll be happy. The need to do it for like the, the the need to do an upgrade kits for all the weird legions. I think like um, Thousand Suns and and Dark Angels and those other ones that have like. I still, this, I, Space Hey, we had our upgrade. We got our helmets fixed. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Everyone has already had helmets. Everyone has helmets. Yeah, true, true. But honest to God, I mean, I swear to God, Iron, Iron Warriors must be one of the most, at least here in our meta, seems to be one of the most represented legions, but it gets the least love. I'm just saying. Uh, I have some notes here uh, summarizing <laughs> Space Wolves upgrade kit in one sentence, and it just says, I heard you like dags. <laughs> Dag. Can you do one for Blood Angels? Winged Ponzi boys with gold bits. Yes, there we go. Oh, actually, that's, technically oh, that's a beautiful that quote. The... Star Wars, I believe. Yeah, isn't that the isn't that the the uh, Empress' children as well? I mean, you know, same same much of a muchness. Anyway, um... how dare you! I dare very easily, sir. Um, more importantly, the the thing that we we really have, as I think generally as a cast, have been looking forward to, was dropped as a preview at the LVO, and that is the Solar Auxilia in plastic. plastic. Somebody pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, Jody. Because we fucking uh, called it. We did, and I. Uh, you know what? They look fucking good, man. They really do. They look so good in plastic. And we've not just got, you know, complete carbon copies of the resin kits. You've got, you know, it looks like you've got proper um, infantry characters. You've got, you know, multi-part bits of the kits. You've got different accessories. Plastic. Cozian tank. Come on. And Malkador. And Islanders. For anyone doing militia, like these new Malik, these new Lima Roskiddes are going to be like a gift. Oh, they are, and I got to admit, I love the new Walker as well. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. I actually like it. I I do. I'm surprised when I first saw the silhouette of it and the 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 initial previews. I was like, now I've seen the close up pics. I'm like, oh no, I'm not. I'm not upset. I'm, I'm genuinely quite happy by it, and I love the fact it's got multiple weapon options as well. You got like the meld to the auto cannon. You know, you've got you got a full setup, and I think that's brilliant. I really do. Um, but I mean, you guys, you guys play this, play these guys more than I do. What What are your general general thoughts? Let's I want Freddy to go first because, like, he's played a bunch of socks. What's your take what? on it, Freddy? What? Why should I go first? What don't you own socks? And to everybody's confused why I keep calling socks like socks on your feet, is because it's S A U X, like socks, because that's just how I spell solar auxiliary and shadow all the time. I'm trying to make it a thing. Come on, please help out here. Uh, I don't, I don't, don't you own them? Yeah, I own lots of them in resin. I have like an entire army, so I'm kind of sad and excited at the same time. Uh, however, considering I own like what? six Malkadors already. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I need to buy some in plastic, actually. That's, I, I, think I, I want one to, in plastic. Yeah, I want one in plastic, too. But you know what the good thing My is? If you already should... have some, 
if you already have some photoxylia, then if you put these next to them, you're finally going to get a greater diaspora of variation of sculpts. Uh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but I mean, one, yeah. but to be fair, if you've got 40 Lads riflemen already, buy one box of these guys and just mix them in, and it'll be like a whole different army. Yeah, yeah and like, now you have the company command squad and you have the platoon command squad because the new guys look yeah. a bit more like a sergeant and a corporal than the old ones who look like a captain and lieutenant. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm thinking if, I, if I'm going to buy anything, well, obviously I need the new uh, stupid sentinels and then I need, um, I need like Not you said, the two, the two command squads because I already have the, you know, the old dressing command squad. Oh, yeah. Massive yep. scribe and shit. Uh, yeah, but I think that... But the, Platoon command squad, I think. I don't know. And then probably get a box just to uh, do some variations. Because I have like the flamer dudes. Like I have so many things. Like I even have all the transports. Yeah. Well, Are I those Dracosans? No. Yep. What? Are they called Dracosans? Yeah, Dracosans. And then I have the small rhiny ones as well. Oh, yeah. Well, the. Um, oh, I can't remember what they're called. But it, yeah. I, I, I probably want them to get uh, like. Because I. I have all the resin old vehicle upgrade sprues, mm-hmm. and I have the old Lehman Russ uh, Solar Ox upgrades as well, where you get the the things on the back and the fucking Solar Ox uh, multi laser crew dudes. Mm-hmm. I, lo- uh, I was going to say actually, you mentioned it now. I, I really like the crew options that they've put together. Yeah. Um, you got some options. It, it just looks like simple things like some mask, you know, some head variants and stuff like that. But it makes a world of difference, especially coming from the limited. I think that's the nicest way of putting limited options that there were on, on with the resin. Yeah. So I think I think well, it's a win-win. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll get uh, like like I have three, uh, you know, with the flamers, the mm-hmm. Malkadors with the flamers, and then my the master furnace. Yeah, Infernos. And remember when you used to, like, my, my Empress Human has Yeah, you has have three. the Legion of Sardis in squadrons. Yeah, I have three of them for my Empress Children. Yeah, I and remember. That was, that, I when, faced that was those. The thing. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, but I think I want to I wanna mix around with the crews and shit. So I'm yeah. definitely probably get a, a Melkador just because I want Henry to come back in the military modeling course and then I will get one Malkador in plastic and paint that sucker up for the course. Nice. That'd You're on perfect. notice, Henry. You're on notice. Come well, you, home, you Henry. We miss you. You didn't seem to like the uh, pretty. You didn't seem to like the walkers that much. Not a fan, or I don't know. Like uh, I haven't really warmed up to them yet. They look mm-hmm. a little, little bit weird. Like yeah. I don't know. They like uh, I kind of realized that they probably were going to be hit after. They release them in Epic, don't they have them in Epic as well? Yeah, they have. Yep. Because I haven't even looked at my Solar Ox for my my starter boxes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just used my Space Marines. Uh, but I don't know. Like they look a bit chunky. Like a bit. Yeah, they're too... supposed to be like uh, armored sentinel. Do you remember the old like third the Imperial Guard armored sentinel option? Yeah, I know. I'm looking at mine right now, where you actually you put like a crew cab and shit. Yeah. Instead of the little. Whatever bar thingy, <laughs> and the Cadians could put chainsaws on theirs. Yeah, that was the shit. Heavy That's how they got moved recovered, Jody. That's how they got moved recovered. They put chainsaws yeah. on the legs. But I, 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 <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm sold to those. But I think I have to see one in the flesh first, and I haven't seen that yet. So, yeah, I mean, it's totally fair. What about you, Chris? What are your thoughts? 
<laughs> inappropriately excited, I guess, because I'm thinking these mostly do like Survivors of the Dark Age for my militia. But like, if I look at the box for Solarx Relay just on his own merit, I am incredibly happy about Neiman Russ. I am very happy about Makador. Uh, amazing kits. Really happy they're reissued and <clears throat> not in resin because my Makador. Freddy tried lifting the Malkador at like Scandus and was seeing somebody unworthy trying to lift the sword of Excalibur like he felt his knees and he could pat it with sweat. It's a heavy kit and I'm happy they're going to re-release it. Then I'm also kind of keen on like the platoon command squad and like the individual dudes. It's fine to finally have it. I do hope they're going to re-release all the transfers. Yeah. Oh, that, that has to be, that has to be a, a given. Really yeah, no, I think be. they're gonna like release the transfers, and that goes for the later discussion we're gonna have about Black Shields as well. Um, mm -hmm. I think the fact that bringing this back, and I remember I was talking about War when they removed it from Webshop, like all the drivers, all the tanks, all the options. Now they're bringing it back, and they've reworked it, obviously, and they're gonna bring it all into the wider community, which I think is just gonna be insanely fun to see in the wild again. Yeah, well, yeah. they definitely have to do it. They they should have the prince still around. I don't know. Because they brought everything else back, so why wouldn't they? Maybe, but they might do an upgrade for them. I think but, so. What do you, yeah, because they upgrade like all the Legion ones. So I think that if they re-release them, they'll probably do like an upgraded ones for them. Do you think we're finally going to get the... What's the name of that like legendary marshal whose like daughter was killed by the invasion of Horus and then he took to the field himself? Oh, well, they I forget. This is Solar Axelia character. Yeah, I know. How many, how many rules do we have used to have Solar Axelia special characters? We had like the dude that was um... Jovian, the Medico, and like yeah. uh, then the legendary Marshal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those two. <laughs> I still have that Medico dude somewhere. It's, it's, that's a what oh, I hope to bring back. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's basically like insane doctor and two of his aides, and then a Solar Axelia guy missing a leg strapped to a Robo Gurney. On, on the well, that, that, was, that was the only source to get medics back in the day, so oh, yeah. So I had like yeah. two of those kids just to spam medics. No, like, I, I'm really happy. The same issue that comes up with Mechanicum is the one we have for Solar Excel. it's prohibitively expensive to get. And now with this re release, I think we're going to see a lot of garnered interest. And in the next book coming up, I do hope they're going to bring something back to sort of even field. I uh, like. We said it before, I'm really hoping for something akin to the Conquest system. Oh, that would be awesome. It would. That would be very, very cool, let's be honest. I am excited, and the one thing that sort of can rival my excitement for this is the next thing that was teased, Jody. Ah, ah, what was that? Oh, wait, no, yes, the thing that was previewed as well. <laughs> no, what? No, yes! Black Shields, no, no, no. Black Shields of Shattered Legions! Yeah. And it feels so good. <laughs> I'm so happy it's finally back. Freddy, do you remember that one time I came on to talk to you guys about Lincoln when we spoke about Ryan Kimmel bringing his black shields? What was that like 2019, 2018? Yeah, and I said, like, I think there's like a quote in somewhere that, like, well, let's see if I can imitate myself. I'm keen on imitating myself. The, the peak thing about doing whole heresy is, um, <laughs> Uh, is like doing black shields because you're making up your own iconography and like rules and I think that's just really awesomely insane and I think Fred said well I've already got two black shield armies mate yeah and that's I stand true. by that 
they're going to release that? rules for black shields. And also, if you saw the releases on the very sneaky Legion, I do wonder who has the Sauron pattern helmet. Or, like, I wonder who is the guy using this, uh, psychic powers discriminately. We'll never figure it out. <laughs> I saw the black shield transfers out there again. And, like, I missed them so badly. I, I sure wish I picked, picked a couple of them out when they released it. Because it was a thing of beauty. And it can work with pretty much anything. You can use it for Imperialis, you can use it for Necromunda, you can use it for any vehicle you want. It's just like, I'm going to pick up two if they release it. I need but this it, in my life. If you look at the... Fuck, I don't have the Black Shield transfer in front of me, but if you look at the the dudes that they painted up as Black Shields, do you recognize any of the transfers they've used? Uh, yeah, I recognize the, the bird. The bird? Which bird? Oh, you mean the shoulder? The one on the shoulder? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, the Raven-esque... Is it a Raven-esque style one? Uh, there's oh, like, lucky. I've got the Blackfield transfer sheet. <laughs> I actually have it saved on my computer, just to, like, you know, gazingly long at the last love that I have. Uh, so obviously we have like the red talents, then you have the gilded skull on there. You have, uh, what's it? It's like a Kelpie. It's a seahorse. Uh, and then you have the bird skeleton. And like we did see, it looks like the Imperial Aquila, but if you imagine, imagine that the eagle is actually dead and only the skeleton rem remains. And that's what we saw in the peaks peak review what do you call it like a preview yeah. sneak, sneak peek. preview yeah sneak and then you have like the stylized l and you have like the red talon mark uh, oh. i might even just share this in the show notes but just a general, just a general question because obviously we're all really genuinely i'm genuinely really happy that this has come out disproportionately aroused what do we think yeah. about the black and gold scheme they've done for, for the display it's black and gold myself, but, you know. <laughs> It's there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's it's it's, and I'm not. I'm definitely not knocking the artist who did it. I mean, no. power to getting it done and, and doing all that sort of stuff. Interesting color choice. That's all I'm saying. It's not one I would have put together myself. Um, uh, yeah, not bad. <laughs> like I would have gone. Like I'll probably do like the classic black shield scheme. I'll do black. Some highlights, but also I'll do some of them in different colors uh, under them and like varnish them and then just ship away so you can see like yeah, the what it used to be. But if you, look, if you look at the Scattered Legion, like the Shattered Legion, uh, those black and gold dudes, the transfers they're using, none of them are on the old uh, transfer <gasps> sheets. No, you're right. Mm. Hey, if I get new ones, I'm happy to. As long as I get some transfers. Can you be addicted to transfers and dice? I mean, GW obviously knows the answer to that in my regards to my customer profile. But if you've ever been in D and D, yes, you can be addicted to dice. That's 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 a yes. <laughs> like D and D, I wish I'm like Vampire the Masquerade player, so I have like those old dices from what 1997. D10 <laughs> collection for the win, baby. I, I was a werewolf and vampire player for years. I had yeah. more details than you want to do with, and then I got back into wargaming, and it was useless. <laughs> Freddy's probably thinking of some fond memory of like beating up some vampire the masquerade players and stealing their lunch money. Yeah, oh, more like that. Yeah. Learn to like, play a real game, you fucking dad. Yeah, I'm a fuck. I'm not a nerd, but not that much of a nerd. <laughs> Said no, every lobby community to the other parts of the community. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. I, I think we're going to get a new transfer. Yeah, how do you feel will. about Black Shield? Because you still got your Black Shield army, Freddy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I told you, I'm super excited. Like, if they if they pull this off before Adepticon, mm -hmm. I I am doing my Black Shields. 
I just realized I could actually, depending on how restrictive or how flexible the rules are, I could run my Space Wolves as Black Shields, technically. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. If you get tired of taming Space Wolves because you're in black. <laughs> I black meant use the, the theming rules. The the- no, I just meant literally use the framework because it would fit the uh, the sort of rebel rebel feel of them. That could be cool. I have a question. How excited are you guys for doing Shadow Legions again? Super. I, I like, know that Jody, you require you to have more than one army, so obviously, we're like, we'll get yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of that, take, that keeps me out of the conversation, I'm afraid. But yeah, <laughs> just Stop being such a gatekeeper, bro. Just do two armies at the same time, bro. Yeah, if you he had said, a million dollars, what would yeah. you do? Two armies at the same time. Whoa, only a million <laughs> dollars. I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> Jody confides yeah. in us. I've got HD and D. The rest of us, Jody, do two projects simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. Actually, and I'd yet probably I wonder why you don't confide more that. in me. I'd probably, I'd probably have more success with that actually because I'd be able to bounce between them. Oh really? <laughs> well, this, well, yeah. Um, actually, I told you as I said. I, I. That's why I was talking about doing Death Guard because it's like as soon as I lose motivation for doing the wolves. Oh, I've got a new project I can work on. Oh, yeah. this one's boring. Oh, I can go back to my wolves. There is actual madness behind the method, or method behind so, the madness. So whatever. I actually have a keen insight into the working of the neurodivergent. That's going on my resume. Uh, no, that's yeah, sure. Or you just got lucky, either way. <laughs> Sir, you know that's a lie. I never get lucky. <laughs> well, well, you, you've two, seen me roll two, dice, Jody. Don't you have two say you're married, but you know. <laughs> okay, true. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you're lucky. I mean, like, not anymore. It's just statistical <laughs> proof that it happened twice, and that's all we ever talk about. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's get off this train because this could this could go off the track. Of, sort of. The, the bad thing about this, like the only downside, is it makes me want to go back and do Salamanders, Iron Hands, and like Raven Guard. <laughs> Only uh, a few projects then. You should. Only a... Oh yeah. You should do the Medusan dudes. Yeah, Shadrach Medusan. Like they are bringing yeah, well. back rules for all the old characters into this new book. It said so. I want to see that. I want to see those. I really want to see how they what they do with those guys because that'll be so nice. They do 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 them justice. Yeah. Oh, a yeah. man can dream. Yeah. We can all dream. This is true. Anyway, right. Before we whiskily oh. disappear off into our dreams, let's move on to actually talk about what we're here to talk about tonight. And this this one was uh, this subject was actually sent through to us a while back. My apologies um, on our Patreon, and it was a request to talk about the timeline of the heresy and how we would do something. Now it's kind of funny because. Obviously, Freddie never stops thinking about heresy. It was already nope. on this track. We, we, we sort of talked about it roughly back then as well. But what we suggested is, how would we break up the, the heresy timeline a la Flames of War, for those of you that know how that system works? And Freddie will actually explain that in a minute for those who don't. But how would we approach that? And how then would we not just sort of have that, but expand on it? Because you know we 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 are known for events as much as anything else, running gaming events. So how would we pull that in? And you know that's something Freddie's been quite passionate about for a long time. So I'm going to cheat. I'm going to throw this over to Freddie and say, Freddie, take 
break us in, break us into this and um, sort of explain to our listeners how and what we're talking about when we do this. All right. Yes, break I, 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 yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to break your Uh I'm going to basically... Not that hard, man. Give, not that hard. Give, <laughs> I'm going to give a bit of a background story. He's a teenager and two, two marriages, Freddie. Please okay. be gentle. Uh, yes, so... Reading through the books, like the black books back in the day, um, they were like heaps of times in reference to like early parts of the heresy. They were talking about, uh, and that was like the middle part of the heresy, and that it was like at the late part of the heresy. Like they kept referring to that, and that kind of got me thinking because that sounded just very much like how how they divided like flames of war which was a game i played a lot where you actually divided a world war ii into early mid and late considering how the technical and the war developed so it's not fun to play with freaking polish tanks against a king tiger like it's useless there's no point well to to be fair i'm pretty sure the poles didn't enjoy fighting against like soviet union and germany with polish tanks uh well they weren't that crappy though so (laughs) So they, they just didn't have enough of them but uh Still, so, and and I thought about it, like, how, uh, from a hobby perspective, like, considering I have, like, let's say my son, who's doing, uh, he themes his army to a Siege of uh, Terra uh, uh, Iron Warriors army, so they're turning a bit more KLC Space Marines than, like, the clean-cut early heresy, where we see the armies are very much non-freaking demonic inspired crazy people like they are in the late end of it like empress children is a good example like early heresy empress children if you theoretically look at the timeline they wouldn't have any of the crazy that are eventually going to be like uh, noise marines uh, until after that big fucking concert thingy uh, cel- post celebrating decapitating of uh, Ferris, <laughs> the Maravilla. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so technically, if you played like anything before that, you wouldn't be able to feel them. Uh, same with Red Butchers, considering that in the fluff, they are traitors and loyalists just uh, recovered from the battlefield of like Istvan Three, who used raving mad and shit. And they just chained them up in the basement and then just released them like in in the future of the heresy. And obviously they, they are increasing because more and more people succumb to the butcher's nails and become fucking insane. But if you read the fluff, they're basically insane from the betrayal. Like they totally lose like their fucking coherence to the world and they just butcher everyone. They don't care if they're friends or foes. Um... So if you look at that, some some aspects here uh, should thematically change. Like if, if you read uh, novels from late heresy novels, let's say, and you read uh, a book about how it is on uh, Horace's flagship compared to like early heresy, like in the end when, when the emperor and uh, everyone jumps on board, the entire ship is like full of demon and shit, like it's totally fucked up. And if you have that assassin novel, it's not that bad then. So you can see how thematically like the army composition, what you should be able to field kind of changes across the spectrum of the heresy. Same with like uh, 
if you look at the what would you say like the shadow crusade with the coming of the warp storm and suddenly you have heaps of demons like technically in the early heresy you have demons the first time you fight demons uh, as in a proper proper war against like a demon army it's like cygnus prime and then you don't really have any demons like as in a demon force until it gets released by that big fucking thingy that low the runestorm yeah the runestorm uh, so so that got me thinking about how it would be cool to actually because usually when when we do our events we kind of theme them into be specific like the Scandus Crusade or we have like the Lincoln the Siege of Lincoln Guard and da 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 and how they would fit in the timeline and what should you be able to field during that timeline because like let's say you do Istvan three it would be weird to have uh, freaking uh, noise marines and red butchers, for example. But if you did, let's say, the Siege of Terror, you would have fuckloads of them. Probably like totally fucked up Empress children, you know, half fucking carved in their faces. And then probably some starts to have like uh, slanesh demonets because now suddenly their Primarch is like a demon. And there's always been like a massive debate, like, oh, how come we keep fighting Ferris all the time? He died at Istvan Five. Uh, why do we uh, still have like uh, Ferris Manus when we play this late heresy game? Yada yada yada. Thank uh, goodness for Master of Mankind, where the ghost of Ferris Manus just shows up. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Buck. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, uh, so you got me thinking about, like, this would actually be another way you can theme your events or your army collection by kind of looking at where in the heresy your specific army is coming from. Like, let's say you want to do Empress Children. Okay, do you want fancy, nice, cute Empress Children? Like, okay, we're looking at probably Istvan 3 and earlier. Do you want, like, totally degenerate fucked up Empress Children, we're looking at, like, running around raping uh, civilians at Terra. <laughs> then we're looking at the Siege of Terra. If you want, like, fucked up uh, in between, we don't know if uh, our Primarch is possessed by a demon or not, or has he turned into a snake, well, maybe we want mid-heresy, like, we're running around trying to scam our brother into going to the what is it, like, the... What's it called? Reflection cracked. No, no, no. That, or uh, no, when that crazy Raven Guard fucking A team is hunting them, and oh, and you uh, hear that ticking noise. Bam! <laughs> isn't that Angel Exterminatus? Yeah, Angel Exterminatus. What he shoot him, and he just gets up, and like, yeah, that's cute. And also, yeah. then you have like the legendary fog stomping or group beating of Fulgrim. Like, we're gonna beat you until you stop being a demon. Ha <laughs> ha! Jokes uh, on you. Not only do I enjoy this beating, I was never a demon to begin with. Yeah, exactly. I am also into like uh, self <laughs> This is my thing now. Yeah, exactly. This is my pink. Daddy yeah. has a new bag. Well, yeah. But like, it, it also said like. Did I say uh, something, Freddy? Yeah, sure. So, like, basically, we're talking about there are two basically different approaches to this. The first one is a narrative approach, where you say basically, like, you make a timeline with Istvan free, or even if you want to get like spicy, uh, you could have the Great Crusade or whatever beyond it. And at the under end of the timeline, you have the Siege of Terror. And then we go into like the narrative storytelling, which is some units should simply not be allowed or like allowed. They shouldn't be 
practically relevant or even physically present for some instances. Like Istvan 5, yes, you would have some cacophony, you would have some red butchers, but like Istvan 3, no. Uh, for me, I'd probably veer a bit more into visual storytelling. I think for any of the great four legions uh, who have like cult marines, plague marines, rubric marines, noise marines, uh, or like uh, berserkers, for those guys, it's way easier because the closer you get to the Siege of Terra, uh, the more like freakified you are. What's the, what's that thing you, you Australians say? It's like off the fucking reservation. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so like whenever you go closer, for my Death Guard, for example, I have a couple of them are very clean cut. This, these are the Istvan Free Marines. I even have like my own edition of uh, the Loyalist Terran Praetor. And then the further mm -hmm. you get to the right, the more I'm using like the original Forge World Resin upgrade kits, where they have like the Plague Marine heads, they have the Pickle Hobs, which come with the Death Guard upgrade kit, but now their guts are hanging out. They very obviously have the, the Rod of Nurgle, and they're even going even more witchy poo towards the end. Uh, so we have the visual storytelling aspect where you just show how far we've come in the story. And then we have the narrative storytelling aspect, basically like this is what we utilized during the beginning and the late parts of war. Like Freddie said, like technology developed, demonology grew. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the loyalists grew ever more desperate. Like there's very clear definitions in the Siege of Terror novels on how desperate things get for the once austere Imperial Fists and also for like the glorious Blood Angels of the Ninth. Hmm. Sorry, Fred. That's pretty... Like, no, no, that's true. Like, I was, uh... I was... sorry, yeah. Freddie, go on. No, no, go I was on. just gonna, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say that, um, yeah, I mean, the Siege of Terror books alone are uh, a real microcosm of what happens, um, and and that sort of evolution. But it's really interesting because I've I've literally just finished listening to <laughs> Wolfie Burning of Prospero, um, which is pr completely pre heresy. Uh, but it's still part of the story, and it's really interesting how how that all ties in as well. Um, anyway, sorry, you, you you were in a in a thing. I was interluding on an interlude, which is always trouble when we start doing that. So <laughs> please go back on, Freddie. You're in charge. No, uh, no, not in charge. But so uh, <laughs> the thing is, like, uh, so I, I was thinking about it. You can do this in two ways. Uh, obviously, it's uh, one aid to help you in your background story for collecting your army and kind of writing up your own story, your own narrative, and so on. And another way is it for us as event organizer is that maybe we want to keep this uh, in a specific way. So let's say if, uh, for example, we do mid-heresy, it means that you wouldn't be able to have the Primarchs as demons and mm -hmm. Ferris is dead. Sort of thing. And Magnus yep. is no longer among us. <laughs> Because he's scattered into his shards and whatnot. He got and then put if over you have... somebody's knee. Yeah, kind of. Uh, and then if you have like late heresy, suddenly you can have like plague marines. All the like the the big primarchs are now demons. So you have like Fulgrim becomes a he's a demon. You have Angron is a demon. You have uh, Mortarian is a demon, and Mag Magnus is a demon. So now suddenly he has like horned nipples. And then, and then you have, obviously, the Rubicon hasn't happened yet. So it, it's still kind of like you still have your thousands on as normals, but you still have your, you have your Plague Marines. The World Eaters are turning more into Berserkers, kind of cha chaotically. And I think like the entire traitor host is getting more and more towards what we now know as Chaos Marines in the 40k universe. 
And I think one of like the silent vindications again uh, is how in the latest they had when they released the Fulgrim Transfigured, like they tied into this as well. Like obviously mm. this is for late war. Like if you're using Fulgrim Transfigures, please adhere to the following principles and like the following army builds. Which when I read that, I was like, damn, Freddy was onto this like five six years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's just that. Yes, sometimes I think you're actually right, Freddy. Oh, that's very nice of you. No, but I'm saying like uh, some sometimes normally when we run an event, we let people run whatever. Uh, mm. We kind of like every time when I do a narrative story, I've always aimed kind of to what I would call mid heresy. Mid heresy for me is something like uh, that starts after the assault on Calf sort of thing, mm. uh, the f- falling age, like all the kind of Istvan three, Istvan five fall. So on, so on. And the assault of Kalth, all that shit has kind of happened, mm. and then we kind of go go into the Shadow Crusade and stuff like that, Moloch and blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> that is kind of mid heresy for me. It's like the Moloch, uh, the Shadow Crusade, Thramis Crusade, Talarn, so on, so on, so on, Benagam and stuff like that, and then it becomes like the Solar Wars or. The second part of the Solar Wars, not the weird Alpha Legion part. <laughs> but, but this, like, because that, that first, okay, let's say Solar War 1 is Alpha Legion, uh, spoilers, is when they try to conquer Terra. Uh, or, uh, Don't Dorn. laugh at them. They did and, their and best. And Dorn <laughs> does his one, one and only good thing. And then. <laughs> Give him a participation War. trophy. Come on. Yeah, they exactly. did their and best. And then Solar War, well, he thought he could do everything by himself. That was probably uh, a bit too much. And then uh, Solar Wars 2 is basically when everyone rocks up in the solar system and goes bananas. And eventually culminates in the Siege of Terra. Also, there's like a... It's called like the Road to Terra, which is kind of like all the outlying systems along... uh, uh, Basically, it's when the entire war kind of focus more on the soul system and, and all the outlying systems around there. Yeah, because when he we... said the road to Terra, I always keep thinking of like, you know, the Italian front, like the drive to Terra. Like it's like the drive to Italy. I always liked how they made that like weird analogy, like getting to Terra was one step, but also keeping it and getting ahead of the remaining loyalists was the important step. Yeah. That's why they go so I mean... completely freaking insane. They know there's a gun to their head in regards to the time limits they have. But much could be said there. Much ink has been spilled. Uh, that's true. It, it, we haven't read much. Well, it's like Betagam and became more like one thing. And then we had like the, the Siege of Cathona, which yeah. is kind of like a Road to Terror thing. Uh, but I'm saying like, uh, I've always aimed my my events quarter like mid-heresies. Sort of everything is allowed. And then we kind of let, oh, let, let Fulgrim, you know, it could be one of his clones. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, let, let him join the party as well. Uh, but now when they start bringing out demon primarchs, and also in the rules, they said that they're going to have the as like a whole different kind of more Chaos Space Marini-esque list, which we've already seen with the Fulgrim uh, part of it, mm-hmm. then it's going to be more and more interesting to have, have this whole uh, narrative more divided. So let's say if we have a late heresy, it means that, okay, if you run the Traitor Legions, you're allowed to have the Demon Primarchs. If you do, you, because it would be weird to have 
demon Angron in early heresy on Istvan 3. <laughs> yeah. In, in yeah. early heresy. And also, yeah. you could leave me also because of War of Attrition and stuff, more and more mm. stuff gets rarer and rarer as yeah. we see moving into when 40k still was like uh, the darkness uh, where fucking grab propulsion wasn't every man and his fucking cow had it. Yeah, like Sacred Inventors was rare because they're very temperamental and difficult to have. And like the Malkinor Infernus was difficult to acquire. Like when they introduced all of these in resident kits, the reason that you didn't see a lot of them was because in the 41st millennium, they were very rare. You couldn't see them and they were hard to even make work. Yeah. So, like if you go into late heresy, you could even technically, and now people are going to go bananas, but you could even technically have Loyalist in Mark, uh, what is it like, Mark 8? You go too far, Freddy. You go too far. <laughs> <laughs> that stash of uh, Space Marine armor that they finally got hold of from whatever, can't remember, the raid they did on Mars or some shit. Yeah, yeah. it's the, it's the last-ditch raid. They, they basically did a smash-and-grab on Mars. Yeah, when they get, get the, like the, the, what we know, if we don't think about Primaris, what we consider is Space Marines. That armor, which I think is Mark Eight, isn't it? Maybe it's Mark Seven. It's Mark Seven, Freddy. That's why they yeah, have it's a bunch Mark of stuff. How oh, dare Mark you? Seven. Yeah, Mark Seven. Sorry, fuck. I'm tired. Everybody knows how Freddy has gone from being what we call lovingly an armor artist to now being like everything goes. Yeah, well, Shame. Mark Seven, and you should probably not see almost any Mark. Mark like one, two, oh, definitely not Mark one, but no. no Mark, Mark like Crusade armor is basically gone. Uh, the loyalist tree is have... Mark three is a lot rarer at that point. Yeah, it yeah. Is, technically. you should see a lot of fucking Mark five. Mark uh, well, not that Mark many Mark five because like... you, you know that we have one listener right now listening to our podcast being like, Oh, Mark five isn't formally a form of actual armor, it's a yeah, casual no, but... phrase. Uh, I know, but you should have a lot of, like, the one thing that you should see a lot in the later version of Heresy, if you read the fluff about the armor, you should have the Heresy, the Mark V, which isn't technically a mark of armor, you're right, but it's what affectionately was called as Heresy armor, which is kind of like, they built a fucking suit of whatever leftover parts they got hold of. If you've ever written an essay... And you've decided just to go like, fuck it, I can't define all of these terms or vectors or like brands yeah. of different buttons on a code. You just go like, dash, and you write some catch-all phrase like, turn of the millennium haberdashery style, or just make up word. That's what we're like, we can't catalog all of these. Some tech addicts somewhere in the 35th millennium is like, I can't catalog all these versions of armor. Fuck it. I'm just going to call this Mark V heresy armor. Perfect. Work done. <laughs> Off to smoke some robo incense. Yeah. But like, like I said, like the aesthetics <laughs> of the army should be different. It should be more any anything from what technically is not a mark, but like from five and upwards, but considering yeah. Mark Four was notoriously advanced and hard to get, and obviously also according to the fluff, it wasn't given out that much to the Loyalist Legion because Horus kind of like ciphered them off to his legions to get equipped out first. As well, no secret. Yeah, what? Mark Four is probably my favorite Mark Warmer. Well, there you go. Well, that's nothing to do with it the has background. To be someone's Chris. It has to be someone's. I'm sorry. Except for yeah. Mark Two, but yeah. 
yeah. no, so it's a shame it's limited because you saw so many when they released their Burning of Calf box. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that, that sort of fit for the time for the actual yeah, calf time frame. So it was a, it was a good fit. So. But I think you did a good job there, Freddie, of like explaining of the different parameters that walk between when we say that there's a heresy timeline. Yeah. Just think oh. if if you're new to the game, think of heresy as a historical game, and we've set a couple of dates where some things are utilized or more commonly in use. But also, as Freddie said, that they're more or less commonly in use doesn't mean that like we're gonna wrinkle our nose if you show up with it. Mm. It's just like sometimes we will have limitations or definitions, and that's why you'll see more of it. Like, like Freddie said, the advanced technical stuff that you could use, like the Interrex, would be very common mm. at the beginning of the war. However, like look at the Death Guard. The 14th did not have a lot of living truck drivers after Istvan Free. No. Nope. Yeah. Well, actually, this brings me on to the next stage because we've already you've already touched on it, Freddie. But I think it's interesting to actually talk about it in a bit more detail maybe with these sort of time frames now established in this chat of roughly what is late what is early mid and late heresy when it comes to it as an event organizer if somebody puts events together if you are going to run an event with a theme how in your own in your own frame of mind how rigid are you that is it is it important for you to to stick to okay if we're doing a siege of terror loyalists can only be imperial fists uh white scars some dark angels um you know blood angels that's it and then you know how, how hard how is it how much of it is it how important is it well, for you to stick to that if you do like an Istvan 3 or an Istvan 4, like I've done that, I did the Istvan 5 event at Adepticon. Obviously, it was only the legions that were present at Istvan 5 that was there. Uh, the thing is, like, I've kind of divided the way that we did early, mid, and late heresy is is not just... It's more about, like, uh, the technological aspects as well as the Primarchs and so on. Uh, but if you look at... If you say, technically, in all of these early, mid late you can run all the legions obviously because um in early heresy all the legions was present they were all doing their own shit like the khan was doing his crazy shit you had like the civil war on mars you had cygnus prime prospero uh you had all kinds of shit going on uh and then in late heresy the road to terra the road to terra wasn't just how the the traitors was trying to get to terra it was also the Dark Angels, the Ultramarines, and the Blood Angels trying to get to Terra to help mm -hmm. in the siege. And obviously, they were doing their own battles. Like the Blood Angels obviously got there, but and the Dark Angels and the Ultramarines got stuck in their own. Like we all read the background stories, like they get kind of diverted, bogged in the warp. On, bog, in the warp but they also had like Sacktrack. They they fought a bit with like different other legions. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on, like with the Dark Angels contra the the Death Guards and so on. You had the Dark Angels fighting uh, remnants of the Night Lords. You also have Dark Angels fighting Alpha Legions, and like the, there were the heaps Dark of Angels take like a detour and lit Barbarous on literal fire, like burn everything to ash. Mm. Uh, at that as well. So because there's the punitive still... campaign going on simultaneously with the drive to terror of some of them, right? Yeah. So you you also have like the, the Ultramarines taking part of all that shit. So 
you could technically still have all the legions prospect for these things, but if you like, so there's another way you can go into this. You could go into uh, like a battle specific event, like you said, Siege of Terra. Okay, you will have these legions there. You can only run these Primarchs as demons. You can only mm. have Horus ascended, and so on and so on. Like, but if you do Istvan three, okay, you can only have these legions present. You only have these Primarchs present. Obviously, Fulgrim is out kissing Ferris. So he's not there. <laughs> and you have Angron fucking Kilroy Jenkins down to the planet. <laughs> so That's still like one of my favorite parts of the heresy. It's just like, okay, so we're just going to system. Hey, hey, wait, where's Angron? You can just like see a Thunderbird open his rear hatch. And it's like, let's fucking go. God yeah, so damn it, Angron. So technically, only the world eaters, traitors, would be able to feel the Primarch if you want to be like super rigid. Istvan mm. 5, you can have all the crazy Primarchs going on. Not that fucking uh, Horus and uh, Mortarion did much in actual fighting. Uh, I'm was reading the... Istvan 5? Uh, was he? Or <laughs> wasn't I, he? We don't no, know. Like, honestly, was he? I don't think they ever mentioned it because he was off doing like the Deliverance Lost thing. Yeah. With like the Raven Guard, wasn't he? Wasn't he already like infiltrating them? Well, they they were already infiltrating. Well, they were infiltrating them when they were trying to evacuate and shit. So okay, okay. Say, so, uh, I'm just reading the fluff on Mark Seven. Uh, while the final battle for Mars was underway, uh, the Imperium realized that planet went eventually to fall. Blah 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 blah. The armor development teams from Mars were transferred wholesale to continue development program. Uh, as Horus finally Horus forces finally overcame the defenders of Mars, new Mark Seven armor suits started to reach the Space Marine on Earth and the Moon. Oh, okay, there you go. Mark Six, which is technically was supposed to be Mark Five, was just a stopgap, but it was easier to produce because they couldn't replace any Mark Four, so they just punched out a fuckload of Mark Six. So technically, if we look at late late heresy, Mm. uh, we should probably just uh, like, especially for the loyalists, we should see a lot of heresy armor, which is kind of a mix of everything, and then Mm. Mark Six. While the traitors should have um, whatever they want. Well, it says later that uh, if you look at the fluff of Mark Four, it is that it was developed and basically they only equipped about 50% of all the legions. And then it kind of got fucked up because of the heresy, but most of them went to the traitors. So there you go. I had a joke. Jody, you've. You finished like uh, you, you've come to like the end of the death, right? The books. I'm, well, I'm yeah, I'm on the last one right now. Slight spoiler: if anybody hasn't gotten to like the end of the Siege of Terror novels, uh, skip ahead like 35 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess if you use uh, Pertrabo in the Siege of Terror, late end war, he's just not present. Nor are the Iron Warriors, I guess. He is, but you have to roll every turn to see if the entire army just decides to fuck off from the table. Yeah, you have to roll to see if he just gets tired of your bullshit. <laughs> or like yeah. randomly replace him with uh, with Mortarion. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. I'm reading um, Warhawk right now. I know I'm like behind, oh thank god. I'm just immensely enjoying that book. Yeah, we got to yep. talk about that when you finished because it's so good. The the end is yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so 
as you say, Freddie, when, you, when you're talking sort of coming down to it as a, an event organiser, you've got really a couple of options. You can use the timeline as a, this is what's generally available. The event takes place in mid-heresy. So if it's mid-heresy, those are kind of the, I don't want to say restrictions, but that's the theming of what's available. Yeah. Or yeah. you can be very specific and say, well, it's late heresy, but it's a specific event. So it's the Siege of Terror. So the likelihood of seeing certain legions is next to none. Um, and potentially you'd like to keep it that way as an event organizer. But again, unless you're particularly um, not specific, um, retarded about the fact that you have no flexibility, people should be able to still rock up with whatever their armies are because otherwise you're never going to get any players. But um, I think like Siege of Catonia did a for. really cool take on that, Jody, because yeah, in it, there's I like, actually suddenly, read the book, I'll be honest. Oh, okay. They have some thousand suns present. They're like, during the widespread chaos of the heresy, many legions are represented in smaller war bands, groupings, or companies fighting for either side, either with their erstwhile mm. leaders or opposing to them. So basically, like, everybody was a bit everywhere, which we saw in, like, mm. book six, Tempest, when suddenly they had, like, Sons of Horus on Prospero. And they're like, what did they do there? Whatever you wanted to, story-wise. Which is kind of cool, you know, because like everybody could yeah. be a bit everywhere, but it's improbable that you rock up with like 5,000 Iron Hands to the Battle of Prospero and nobody picked up on it. Yeah, I was like, going to say, you if, you're playing, play playing Siege of Terror, if you're playing Siege of Terror and you rock up with, you know, 5,000 Ultramarines, it's like... <laughs> it's kind of, Or even like five, you know, 1,000 Space Wolves. People are going to notice. Uh, I did. It's, I did hear about this guy. It's more the story nerd in me. That, that that's why I'm asking more than anything. I heard else, about this guy who nerd. rocked up to a heresy event, and like he had, I think, imperial fists, crimson. What do you call it? like crimson fists or something? No, crimson mm -hmm. fists. Yeah, that's uh, one of the successor chapters. Yeah, and yeah. it's like they're like we're playing heresy. And it's like no, I'm playing Scourim. Uh huh. <laughs> Just imagine. Um, it got take very ball, tense. Take balls, that. man. He's he's rocking. Oh, he's yeah. rocking a large pair of iron balls right there. Um, yeah. Power. Well, <laughs> well, I guess it's it's all up to the event organizers to be how oh, yeah. restricted you want. Like yeah. sometimes it like if, if you know beforehand uh, that you're gonna do like a like we did at Adepticon in Eastern Five, and you knew that ages beforehand, and and obviously you get all psyched up, and you want to do a thematic Istvan 5 and you get a chat group going on, okay, what what is go and not to go on Istvan 5? Okay, could we have noise marines? No, we couldn't have that. Uh, could we have these things? Yeah, well, you could have red butchers. Okay, cool. So, uh, and then you try and look at things. Well, would Karn have his would he have Angron's axe or not? No. Yeah. And so on. Like, because you also have characters with different options depending on... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So and units so that, as well. That's that's something else I was going to mention. Is that, that uh, we have you have different units available at certain times during the heresy as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. But I've got a question for Freddy. Uh, yep. Just like a quick conversational. Let's say that we have the Scandus event series, and like it's set at a particular time. If I rocked up and I had replaced like my Typhon 30k character with Typhus 40k, uh, obviously yeah. I like cut away some bugs and stuff, and I say like, but at this time. At this point in time, like it's pretty clear that Typhon has gone completely fucking off the chain, and like he has embraced the rod of Nurgle, but he has not yet brought his erstwhile liege lord to Siege of Terra. Would you be cool with me doing that? Well, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. I just want to tell people that, like, if you want to get uh, inventive, creative for events, please do. We love that shit. Mm. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
And it's, I mean, the whole reason I just want we're talking about this is... We appreciate your creativity. Like, nobody's... If you make a cool conversion, you're like, well, this is like Siege of Terror, or like, this is... Like, my Emperor children, they all have, like, uh, Coral, Coral City bases and, like, Marbling bases. Uh, that's not the best example. But, like, if you do creative shit, we're not going to go, like, eh, I don't know, mate. It doesn't feel historically accurate. Just be inventive and fun. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, you'll say is... that, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, the, the whole reason we're talking about this is not because it's to be restrictive or to, to put down creativity in any way, shape, or form. It's just, it's nice to, I think it's the history nerds and the story oh, yeah. nerds. And the real like counters. Yeah, there there are, and uh, I'm not a fan of that in general. There is something to it to be able to say that, you know, we're, we're doing a this time period interaction and we're going to put all our effort into making our army fit that. I mean, like you know, I, Pot Kettle Black here. I'm, I'm the guy who's doing a, in air quotes, traitorous Space Wolves army. You know, technically, in the story, in, in the Black Library stories, you've not come across that. It's been very, it's pretty much been made clear that the Wolves aren't that type of legion. But that doesn't what mean about like the five aren't. guys who tried to shoot uh, Gilliman to death? They were Alpha Legion. Um, Were they though, Jody? If I was <laughs> well, losing, see, I'd probably here be lies, like here lies, here lies the point. I, I'm just saying it's nice to have to talk about something like this and actually put put some boundaries on stuff. Doesn't mean that you have to adhere to them. Doesn't mean that you have huh. to let it ruin your game. But it's nice to talk about it because it's a good way of getting people to think. And I genuinely yeah. love the idea of taking. Even taking a 40k, uh, let's just say Death Guard. I mean, I've talked about this the last time we recorded. Taking like um, a 40k Death Guard model with some of the cracks and nurgly bits on them, toning it back a little, and then cross painting it with the heresy scheme to make them fit a time period. I think that's. Have awesome. I shown you those pictures? Yeah, you have. That's why okay. I love them, and that's what inspired me to want to do it myself. Yeah, and that's, that's uh, you the probably thing. I think, though, yeah. eh, dude, I haven't picked up a paintbrush in a year. Don't, don't, don't jinx me. Um, but it, it's, I love that. Um, I, I just, I like the fact that we can talk about this and actually put these things in place. And you know, half the people listening probably go, "Fuck you guys, we don't care." Other guys yeah. go, "Hell yeah, I love the sound of that. That sounds cool. Let me see if I can rise to that challenge." I mean, it's like, what is it? There's, um, yeah, third, what is it? The the Ultramarines having destroyers and using Phosphex. Big no-no in the story. You know, if you actually read stories, people have been censured and have been, you know, it's the last act of a dying, I think there's a, like an entire company. Yeah, the Nemesis they become the Nemesis chapter later on for bad Yeah, they, Yeah, but it's, it's literally like, it's like they're dying or their their last act is like we're gonna do this because we're all gonna die so nobody yeah. will know we we did it kind of thing fucking baller but go it, out it and must do be it fun like we're gonna censure this didn't you censure the one guy who knew how to perform space marine to space marine combat censoring means very little to us at this juncture <laughs> of the heresy <laughs> i was gonna say from the ultimate didn't you censor the all of those magical space wizards well, 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 yeah, but it was necessary. Uh, Didn't you also censor the one guy who knew to fucking drive a tank? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 um yeah. It's not their best quality. Let's put it that way. But uh, no, I just I just no, think but it's like cool. Make, and I love the a, fact you that you make a fair point. Yeah, and I love the fact that you know, Freddie, people like you, you know, somebody like yourself really puts the effort into it. 
and also takes something from another game system and brings it over. I think that's very cool. I really do. I just want to say, like, Horus Heresy to us with the podcast and, like, Freddy in particular, it is a passion project. Like, we do it because we oh, care yeah. and because we love it. Like Jody's saying in a very nice way, it's never the intention prohibitive or, like, constrictive, but we do put up certain time frames that we want people to move in between. And that should be like constructive and polite. And if you want to have dialogue with us about it, like, sure, we'd, we'd welcome that because all we really want to do is engage people on a creative level and get some visual mm-hmm. storytelling and like some aids in. And like, if you ever wonder, should I do this thing? Freddie said a beautiful quote at Lincoln 2021 when he asked him why there were only like white dudes in the room. And they're like, what happens? Somebody else wants to play games with you and you haven't invited him. And Freddie just looks and says, oh, well, don't be a count, mate. And that's what we do like for this as well. Just don't be a dickhead. We're going to welcome yeah. anyone. But if we say you can't use Magnus the Red for Scandus because he's off doing other shit, then you have to apply to that. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean you can't use the model for something cool. We love it. But like, you can't run the Primark Magnus the Red as he is if we say you can't. Everything if, else if, is pretty much open. If, if we say that, okay, don't use the that right of war when you have Magnus and all the Sekhmets in Soul Mortalis because you don't want to be that guy, then you adhere to that at <laughs> all. Yeah. And you are the reason we had to have that rule in place, Christopher. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and why we also introduced the She's Greater Award. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which was Most well earned and deserved. Now, because I'm obviously yes. conscious of time as well. Sorry, Chris. But yes, I'm and of, on I'm, that, I have to actually have to leave because my, if you heard like a strange grating and whistling sound and like a bunch of alarms, that's actually my daughter coming up and wanting me to like care for them. I don't know. Man. Uh, kids, man, kids, what, what are you going to do? But uh, very quickly, Freddie, Chris, are there any sort of final points you want to put on this? Because to be honest with you, I think we can come back and revisit this again in a different way uh, a little bit down the line because I think it's a great topic to talk about. But is there anything that you, you guys want to sort of wrap up on a, on a final thought before we before we wrap up the podcast for tonight? Use the time frame limitation as a way to look at the older Forge World kits and like some 40k old kits and be like, I want to use them. Then just think of the historical context. Can you use them for pretty much anything? How can I be creative? Yeah, that's a nice way yeah. of putting yeah. it. I think like, you, you, you use it as inspiration to how to theme your army. Yes. Basically. And then obviously for event organizers, use it as your inspiration on how to theme your event. Yeah. But don't, don't let it be restrictive. I think is the best no. way don't let it restrict you be create let it be let it be a creative source and, oh, and if, you, if you ever feel that you're done with your army and you do something fun uh, do like some objectives because every one of our events like bring six objectives and nobody else bring some cool themed objectives it could be like yeah. ammo boxes could be dead marines it could be dead marines of an opposing legion wink wink i tell you what what was also really good and this is just from the, the painter in me do some extra little bit scenic bits but when you put your army on display for the best army, best oh, yeah. painted, I mean that's that that's just like extra icing on top of the cake. Uh, yeah, so when Christian wins over stuff. you anyway, you can still yeah, be salty. You can still be salty, but you've done a little bit to maybe make your uh, your guys stand out that little bit more. But you know, love you, Christian. <laughs> Check out my yeah, Google on Instagram. Yes, do so. But um, maybe we can, when we post the episode, Chris, we can grab the uh, timeline piece. Oh, yeah, definitely. So people, because I was we'll thinking about doing that, so it's like a visual aid. Because it's, 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 um, it's based off the, if I remember rightly, Freddie, it's, when, it's what they used to do at the Black Library Weekenders, right? With the, their timeline yeah. image. Because obviously, the big, chunky, heavy-ass heresy 
Age of Darkness rulebook, you've got the, the timeline, but that is very linear. Whereas actually, for those that do remember these things, they actually show where stuff overlaps as well, which is also yes. very cool yeah. detail. Well, um, basically, anyway. I, I just did uh, the timeline to start with, just to, because people ask me where in the timeline is the Lincoln Grad and where is Scandus. Mm -hmm. So I did that for ages back, and then I just took this and I just kind of divided it mm -hmm. with, Which is awesome. with, with, with some lines. And you said, oh, this is probably early heresy. <laughs> this is mid heresy. This is late heresy. So but if it still you have... really good. Like, if that's all you did, this looks really good for me. Yeah. So <laughs> if anyone had have comments about how we thought up early, mid, and late, just let us know and give us some feedback and say, like, I think that early heresy ends uh, at this juncture and i think that mid heresy ends at this juncture and i think that late heresy starts at this juncture just give us some feedback because this is just me brainstorming and just pulling something quickly out of my ass for this episode <laughs> it might not be the perfect cut so let us know if but you look, have the a thing better... is the things we just threw in throw in on the fly like when we make rules decision or like rule stuff or like legion rules and just improvise and pull out our butts. That's sometimes what people love the absolute best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, th true. that being the case, then, let the creative juices flow. If you've got any thoughts, hit us up when uh, through our Facebook page um, when the episode drops. We hope you've had a great time. We've loved chatting about this. But Join our Patreon. Yeah, that too. We'll be releasing more stuff there soon. Um, but as I say, uh, just to wrap things up, I'm going to say it's a good night from me. You go, Freddy. And me. And a good night for me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30K. Be angry in the streets, be full grim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Brown Gene Heresy Podcast, signing off. <laughs>